0: This is Inside the FLX from fingerlakes1.com. I'm joined by Andrea Paul, who is the manager for Yates Insight, which is a massive network of at least 40 agencies uh, taking care of kids and families throughout Yates County. Andrea, good morning. Welcome.
1: Good morning.
0: So tell us a little bit about you and and your background and what led you down the path to run what is a pretty big enterprise that we're going to get into here.
1: Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I have, I have a history and a background in mental health. Uh, anybody who knows me knows that my passion for advocating for the mental health population, it just runs deep. Um, don't get me down that rabbit hole. Cause I could go for days. <laughs> um, so I, after graduating college in the field of psychology, I started with Lakeview Health Services. I have been with them for eight years. Uh, they are an amazing amazing organization. Again, they are a partner and a huge collaborative with um, the system of care. So I started doing kind of trainings uh, through Lakeview Health Services, um, working with our um, staff development and staff recruitment officer on like trainings for new staff, trauma-informed care, things like that. And when this program, this project really came about in Yates County, uh, the coordinator, the director at that time just said, hey, we're looking for a trainer. We need somebody who, um, you know, loves to educate on mental health, loves to uh, advocate for mental health, and really just wants to um, make strides to reduce stigma around mental health and just make a very trauma-informed environment. Um, and I'm like, yes, that's me. I love that. Um, I really had no idea what a system of care was at that time, and but I was willing to learn. And from there, I started as the community trainer in the uh, system of care initiative in Yates County and really just kind of took off from there. I fell in love with the program. Uh, I, I am... No longer a resident of Yates County, but I grew up in Yates County. I'm a graduate of Dundee Central School, so um, you know Yates County really holds a is a nice part in in my heart there uh, so I just really fell in love with it and when the opportunity presented itself I worked hand in hand with the then director at the time um, and she she did leave to explore other avenues and um, really I was presented with the opportunity to move forward and manage this program and I was like yeah that's that's perfect for me I want to see this through I want to see the positive change uh, that this could really bring for Yates County
0: As you mentioned, the state has what's called a a system of care that's sort of the framework under which all this takes place. Was that the first that you thought of doing something like this, or did you ever have the idea in your head before that, gee, if we could only get all these agencies on the same page, pulling in the same direction, wow, what could we do?
1: Yeah, no, it's so funny. So I never knew that the, 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 the idea and concept of that was actually termed a system of care. Never knew that it was an already evidence-based practice that was being, you know, implemented nationwide throughout New York State. Um, but of course, we all sit here and we look at and we learn about the system of care. Yeah collaboration among providers, um, making sure that we have a strong um, array of services available to youth and families. And we just think, well, yeah, that makes sense. Um, And I was definitely one of those individuals that was like, yeah, this, this this makes absolute sense. I mean, how can we meet the needs of youth and families in Yates County? We need to work together. We need to have strong community-based services um, and supports available to them, not knowing at the time that that was a system of care, and that's really what I was going to get into.
0: And then the state has the system of care, and then the grant that made this possible was a federal grant from SAMHSA, the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration. So, It's rare, I guess, that government can come together and really provide somebody the tools they need to make something like this work.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, it really stemmed from Back in, um, you know, kind of a little bit of a history of how we got to where we are with the system of grant or system of care grant in Yates County. Um, you know, back in 2017, when um, Hillside uh, family agencies really suddenly closed um, a very active children and adolescent program in Yates County with a satellite clinic in Dundee Central School, that was, that was a loss, that was a hit for children and youth mental health services in Yates County right there. Um, You know, Soldiers and Sailors, John D. Kelly was able to really step up and take on a majority of those children and youth, despite not having worked with, you know, serving children um, for some time prior. And we even had other counties come in. We had Schuyler County County coming in and providing outpatient mental health services within Dundee Central School. Um, You know, really everybody stepped up. But despite that, um, we really were facing a crisis um, by around mid 2018, um, just access to outpatient services for children became less responsive to the actual need of the community. Um, And we were really on the face of a critical problem uh, for children's services in Yates County. Um, From there, it really took a strong initiative. There were a lot of strong community members and the then superintendent for Dundee Central School, Kelly Haug, um, wrote a letter to New York State, um, the county legislatures and the um, Yates County Director of Community Services, George Rowitz, really bringing the attention to the growing concern of access to youth services in Yates County. Like, hey, this is a problem. Um, We need to work on this. And right there, that got the intention of New York State and the Office of Mental Health. And, um, you know, with a lot of effort from Kelly, George Rowitz, um, and a handful of members in the community who really felt strongly about this, um, you know brought this to New York state and said, Hey, we need help. We need to work on this. We need to make sure we are serving our youth, our families in Yates County. Um, and really it just took off from there. office of mental health came in and they just said, Hey, this there's a grant opportunity, a system of care grant. I'm pretty sure many of us didn't know what that was at the time, just like myself. Um, and they really helped us kind of take the steps to prepare for the application process? What that might look like in the long term? Is this something Yates County can take on and in um, withstand? Are the slew of current um, providers in the county even willing to become a system of care? Um, and yes, they were. There was a huge commitment from many service providers in Yates County just saying, we are committed to um, providing the system of care, meeting the needs of youth and families, and um, that's really how we got started with that grant application process.
0: Yates Insight is spelled I N S Y G H T. It's YatesInsight.org. It began with a community needs assessment survey. Was there anything in there that surprised you particularly, as, as in terms of what people saw as needs?
1: Yeah. Um. So. You know, the surveys kind of started a little bit before my time. I think they went out around 2019, of course, with the help of New York State and uh, the community. And we really just asked members of the community What do you want to see in your community? What services do we have? Are they working? Uh, What isn't working? We wanted all the feedback, good, bad, no matter what we wanted it. Um, And we were a little surprised with some of the feedback that we received. Of course, we weren't surprised and taken back by individuals advocating that Um, it is a challenge to get their youth connected to services, or perhaps um, we were finding that individuals had to travel outside of Gates County to get some necessary services. Again, we want to try to avoid that. We want services to be provided, you know, in home per se. Uh, You know, no surprise on the transportation barriers. We are a a rural community that's really going to be a problem across um, any rural environment. Um, But really, we were kind of taken back in just the The lack of kind of understanding of the services that we do have. Uh, I think that some people don't really realize how resource rich Yates County is or can be. And, um, you know, one of the things that we're trying to do is not necessarily recreate the wheel. We're not trying to bring in services, especially if they already exist, but. Um, helping individuals learn and understand the services that are already available to them within their community that they might not know about or might not know what they do. Um, So that was something that was a little shocking to us. It's just, um, you know, we need to do more work on our end in educating the community on what actually is available to them.
0: Give us kind of a case example. Uh, I'm a Yates County resident myself. I, I have a say, say. I have a child in school, and he's struggling, whether it's academically or socially or whatever. Do I reach out to Yates Insight? Does somebody at school recognize something and reach out to me? Sort of. How do we access these services?
1: Yeah. So that's really a common um, a common barrier that we're facing is we have um, we have families that their child could be, you know, is small as age five or 12, whatever it may be. And they just, as a parent, I can't even imagine, I'm not a parent, so I can't imagine how scary this could be, but just feeling like something is just off with your child, or they're starting to exhibit some odd behaviors, behaviors that you think, you know, might be an indicator that something could be going on wrong, whether it's mental health, physical health, it could be anything, developmental needs. And we're finding a lot of parents, they just don't know what to do. Okay. I know something's off, but I don't know who to go to. I don't know who to talk to. What even services are available for my kid? What is appropriate? You know, first you got to figure out what, what the concern is before we can wrap around those services. Um, And that is something that we're really trying to help navigate or help the community, um, be aware of as a system is just having that, that single point of contact of, okay, Something's wrong. These are the steps that I can take. These are the people that I can call. And of course, you know, we don't have just one person that could say I'm the catch all for everything. Um, but you know, if somebody called Yates Insight, they're going to be connected to either myself or one of the outreach staff from one of our partnering organizations that has been there. We know this system. We work in the system every single day and we can just say, you're not alone. Um, it is okay that your child is starting to exhibit some odd behaviors that you might, you know, you definitely feel aren't right. Um, not the child that maybe you knew a year ago. Um, but we are here to actually help you through this process. And really from there, just having that contact, whether it's a peer contact or, um, just talking with somebody just say, this is, this is normal. Um, and we are going to help you connect to the appropriate services. Um, You know there's some individuals feel comfortable going right directly to the school and that's completely okay the schools are heavily involved in our system of care you know it's crucial kids spend all day at school um so if you're comfortable going to the school go there and they will then bring it back to the system of care and if the school feels that um maybe maybe this youth and family could potentially be slipping through the cracks maybe there isn't a service available to them that gets brought to the attention of our system of care so As a collaborative network, we can come together and say, okay, what can we do to wrap the supports around this family so they aren't slipping through the cracks?
0: Was it difficult to get 40 diverse agencies all together on board, or did they see this framework as, oh man, this will make our job easier?
1: (laughs) You would think it would be difficult. Um, It was not really that challenging, it was just more so you know, reaching out to those individuals that already serve youth and families. I mean, our system of care, we are really, um, we're dedicated to making sure that we partner with all youth and family serving organizations in Yates County. Um, so I guess the first hurdle was reaching out to all of them and just making sure that they were aware of what we were trying to do. We were, um, what a system of care is perhaps one of the biggest battles was, um, you know, Many different organizations can come in with grant monies and say, um, you know, I'm going to give you $50,000 to do this program for three years, and then it's just kind of going to disappear. Um, that's a challenge for a lot of people because we see that in a lot of different communities in allowing people to really build that trust with the system of care of, yes, we have a grant for four years to get this started, to implement the the. Um, the first early stages of the change that we need to see in Yates County. But this system of care will move forward beyond that four year mark. We're not going anywhere. Um, And it does require all of us to work together to um, move this forward and to make sure that this is a lasting system, despite the monies from the federal government, SAMHSA, as you said, um, to initiate that process. Um, So once we really established that rapport with a lot of those partners um, and started kind of bringing them all to the table, and yes, we have a monthly meeting and it is virtual. Yes, we all, as many of us who could attend, we have anywhere from 20 to 40 people sitting on a Zoom call once a month, Um, but really just bringing everybody to the table so we can kind of talk and share those resources, um, making sure everybody's up to speed. Um, It really started to play out where people saw the importance and um, saw what we could gain as a community being involved in a system of care.
0: You used a term a little while ago that I've become familiar with over the years, and that is trauma-informed, trauma-informed schools and care, and the first time I heard this concept, my eyes were just open, so for people who don't know what that means, explain that to us.
1: Yeah, so uh, trauma is just such a... I guess there's no one way to describe trauma. Trauma is identified by the person themselves uh, but a, a, you know I guess a blanket way to describe it is just any experience that is um, perceived as being unsafe or being dangerous or being scary or um, life-threatening life-altering for an individual in any capacity and again that it's it's completely, Identified and determined by the person themselves. What would be traumatic for me may not be a traumatic experience for you, Ted. So um, it's really just defined by the person. Um, but what um, what has kind of really taken off in research and in studies, um, in the past, you know, perhaps 20, 30 years is just the, the impact that trauma has on an individual's ability to move forward an individual's ability to develop and function and grow and be successful. And what's sad is that trauma really, it starts in utero and, um, you know, moves through childhood. So when kids are faced with trauma or they're faced with traumatic experiences, traumatic environments, whether it's in the home or in the community, again, trauma can occur anywhere. Um, it really does impact their development and their ability to function and be successful as children that then also impacts their ability to be healthy or be successful adults. Um, again I could talk about trauma all day it is okay, <laughs> certainly my niche um, and uh, you know a big piece of um, our system of care is just really trying to educate the community about um, how how communities themselves experience trauma and it impacts um, everybody within that community how families experience trauma and how we tend to um, really have, um, you know, generational cycles of trauma, and um, especially when it comes to community trauma. And really, when everybody's coming together, we're being trauma aware, we have that community model. Um, You know, it takes a village. Uh, I grew up in Dundee, as I said, that was a huge thing um, that everybody says, it takes a village. Well, it takes a community. It takes a county um, to really just come together and make sure that we are um, aware of the importance and the impact of trauma so that we can try to, um, you know, help people move forward, um, break those generational cycles and have positive outcomes as a community.
0: Yeah, a big part of being trauma informed is changing the way we do things. I, like I said, when I learned this concept, it just opened my eyes. A lot of the things I was doing as a father weren't working. And I mean, and it's especially with fathers, I think. We learn from our fathers. It's discipline-based. It's buckle down and try harder. And it just, I became aware that these things I was doing weren't working. And there was a different way and a better way to help guide my kids forward.
1: Absolutely. And I just condone you for being willing to really say that out loud. I think so many people are so afraid to just admit that we are not perfect. Uh, We we traumatize people unintentionally, systems traumatize people unintentionally. And what we can do is just educate ourselves to try to fix that behavior moving forward. And again, what you just spoke of those generational cycles, um, especially when it comes to, um, you know, punishment or whatever it may be, you know, we tend to do onto our children what was done onto us. So really, um, you know, that the importance of um, early intervention and prevention and just education being such the key um, when it comes to breaking those cycles and learning that, you know, what we did 20 years ago, maybe that was appropriate, but now research and data shows that that's traumatic for individuals. So let's stop doing those things and start doing these things. Um, And really looking at it from that frame of mind, not, you know, you did something wrong, you know, this is bad parenting, not by any means. Um, we don't ever intentionally try to traumatize individuals. Um, but what we can do is just take what the research shows and just try to tweak our behaviors and change the way that we approach individuals. Um, you know, just be kind is really what I say. And I guess that's kind of my motto. You know, um, when you're thinking of trauma, too, I always think of um like an iceberg. Um, it's, it's a really common uh, anal- or, um, analogy when it comes to trauma. What you see of an iceberg is, it seems like a lot, um, but really icebergs are huge. Um, and what you see is just such a tiny portion of what actually the whole thing is. So really when you're looking at it in the terms of trauma, you know you know a tiny bit about an individual. You don't know everything that is going on. You don't know everything that they've experienced. Um, and that a lot of the times the trauma that they have experienced really drives what they're doing, whether it's a survival mechanism or it's all they know. Um, so it really just, you know, is, it's crucial for us to really reshape or, um, rethink the way that we interact with others in our community.
0: So two years into the insight, are you seeing measurable results? Do you have cases where you say this approach, what we're doing is working and here's a family that's an example.
1: I can't really speak of um, the data for sure yet, uh, only because we are in the process of still collecting a slew of data. We're in the process of kind of creating um, a dashboard in which we can look at, um, you know, for example, connection to services. Okay, the services are there, but is there a waitlist to service? Is there, um, are these families, you know, experiencing a lengthy period of time from when they submit the referral for these services before they're picked up? we're looking at those numbers, we want to see that length of time reduced. And it is our um, efforts that, um, you know, we're working together, we're sharing resources, we're collaborating, um, and we're wrapping these services around these families, that um, we should see the reduction in that wait time for those services. Um, So there is a slew of evidence that comes with, again, you know, system of care is an evidence-based practice, Um, but being two years in, we're still in that process of implementing the change to get us to the point where we can start to collect that data to really show to the community, um, you know, what positive changes have come of this.
0: And Yates Insight is more than providing services. You're out in the community actively. I was looking on the website. It's Yates Insight, and that's INSYGHG.org. You have events almost daily in various spots around Yates County.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, for a variety of reasons. Uh, you know, you might log onto our website and you might see that somebody is located right at one of our two community sites, our partners, the Living Well in Penyan and Our Town Rocks in Dundee. I myself, I go sit there at least once a month at each site, um, you know, try to maybe even more for a couple of hours just to be available for anybody who comes in off the street. I need, I might need help with this. Um, Maybe I got an eviction notice and I don't know what to do with that. Um, I'm I'm out of food. Um, You know, any little need that somebody might have, you know, and they feel comfortable going to these sites, we're embedded in those sites to just say, we're here to start that process right now. Let's make a phone call. Um, let's review what your options are. Let's start an application process. Can I connect you to somebody that could be a little bit more of a long-term support? Um, and really just making those connections within the community. Um, you know, a huge component too, of a system of care in order for us to be successful, we really have to have a strong partnership with those members of the community. We need to, we need to partner with the families. We need to partner with the children and the youth receiving these services. How can we know what we need to work on, what we need to fix, how we meet your needs? If we're not listening to you, give us that feedback. Um, So it's really crucial for us to be in the community and really getting that feedback. And I wanna hear it, I wanna hear it all. I wanna hear what we're doing well. I wanna hear what we could improve upon, um, your experiences and your interactions. Again, maybe you went into one building and you just didn't feel like they met you with um, you know, kindness or it wasn't really a trauma-informed environment. Well, we want to hear that because maybe we just need to um, bring in some training for staff so that they can just learn how to interact better with the community um, and better meet your needs.
0: But I also think being in the community, when someone walks into Dundee, for example, it's not like going into some big government office. Chances are really good that the person on the other side of the desk is going to be somebody they knew or went to school with. Oh, hi, Mary. And you just feel (laughs) so much better right off the the get-go.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that happens again, time and time again. And um, I'm actually going to be at Dundee Central School tomorrow for the Fairytale Festival. Um, I can't wait. And it really is too. It's a great way for me to, um, to interact with members in the community. And many of them I might have went to high school with. And that's great, because you can just have those conversations. And there's already that peer connection that's established.
0: How can we help? What can the community do to support the mission of Yates Insight and its agencies, its, its partners?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, as I said, of course, uh, we are very um, family, community and youth driven. We are currently seeking um, to partner with two youths. We are actively looking for two youth to fill um, a a partnering position within Yates Insight um, within our system of care. Uh, That individual would be um, between the ages of 16 and 26. I know when you hear the word youth, you think that ends at 18. No, we focus on transitional age youth. That goes all the way up to 26. Um, And somebody who's had a familiarity or has had experience with some system in Yates County, whether it's mental health services or, um, you know, food stamps or, um, you know, the juvenile justice system, whatever it may be. If you have that experience, we want you to partner with us. We want to hear what your experiences were. We want you to be involved in the change process, um, to making sure that, you know, maybe, maybe something, maybe your experience wasn't as, as positive as you thought it could have been, or, Um, maybe your experience was great, but just one little added support would have been a benefit. Or if only these providers that wrapped around me had communicated a little bit more, um, we want that feedback and you will be a part of that change and making that happen.
0: Well, the first Um, stop. Oh, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just going to say other ways too, of course, um, you know, really, bringing that feedback to us as community members. And I know you mentioned our website. Our website is there for the community. Um, We've got resources on that page. Um, You know, and if we're missing a resource, please let us know as resources become available. It's, uh, we try to stay on top of it, but of course we are human. Um, Sometimes we, we overlook things or we don't necessarily get that information to us fast enough. Um, You know, we do have a Facebook page in which we are pumping out resources on the daily events with in the community um, services that are being offered kind of on the fly or um, maybe a a youth group that might become available for kids in the community that families might not know about that information is going to be provided through our social networking and our website um, and it's really at your disposal it's um, it's there for the members of the community to really learn what's going on
0: it starts with a website yates insight i n s y g h t dot org And uh, again, social media, and it's a great one-stop shop for people with needs in Yates County. Andrea Paul is the manager of the program. Thank you so much. When I first saw this, I just, I couldn't believe how great this idea is. And you're a very effective, uh, eloquent spokesperson for it. And we appreciate your time.
1: Yes, thank you so much.